This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. Firefighters across New South Wales and Victoria are desperately working to contain out-of-control bushfires before conditions worsen in coming days. Areas already battered by blazes could be hit again, with authorities urging residents to remain on high alert. A race against time as a firestorm rages out of control. A half a million hectares in size, the Corriong fire is now less than 10 kilometres from joining with fires in New South Wales to form a mega blaze. We're undertaking trying to contain this fire will stop the spread and join uh, to stop that the, the three fires joining. A task made more difficult with conditions to deteriorate. Across East Gippsland, people face an anxious wait. It's still tinder dry. In, in East Gippsland, in the northeast of our state. In Mallacoota, residents are still waiting to be rescued. Now authorities are warning other isolated towns evacuation orders are imminent. They are about life and death and they will be sent out almost certainly uh, Thursday and Friday this week. And there are fears for Melbourne's outer suburbs with an abundance of overgrown trees and scrub. In New South Wales, firefighters are facing a similar threat. The south coast town of Eden has seen its local economy go up in smoke. The town timber mill is still burning, causing extensive damage. It kept a hell of a lot of workers going, mighty lot of workers. And if authorities didn't already have enough to deal with, they're now hunting down looters. Three people are before the courts after being arrested on the south coast. We are not living in south central LA, we don't live in Syria, we don't do this to each other. This is the south coast of New South Wales. The smoke from Australia's bushfires has now reached South America. But amid the doom, more organisations are pitching in to help. The AFL is reportedly considering reviving its state of origin to support bushfire-ravaged communities. And Cricket Australia is aiming for a celebrity T20 match featuring some of the game's greats. While Elton John has become the latest big name to chip in, announcing a $1 million donation during his Sydney concert. I will be pledging $1 million to support the bushfire Jack Douglas, 7 News. 
50 homes have now been confirmed lost on Kangaroo Island, but the bushfire threat is far from over, with hot weather set to drive up the risk level. The Bureau of Meteorology says a wind change combined with higher temperatures will affect fire behaviour on the island and across the state. Temperatures in Adelaide will soar to the high 30s today and are tipped to reach the 40s tomorrow. The founders of Kangaroo Island's luxury Southern Ocean Lodge have vowed to reopen within two years, bigger, better and safer than ever. They sat down with Seven News in an exclusive interview and also shared the first pictures from inside the ruins. This charred wreck was the jewel in KI's tourism crown. We just can't believe it's happened. It's, um, it's actually quite a feeling of loss even and despair. Hayley Bailey, daughter of entrepreneur Dick Smith, founded Southern Ocean Lodge in 2008. The lodge was on fire, but you still had that little glimmer that maybe it hadn't, wasn't all going to, to go to the ground. It was actually your Channel 7 helicopter footage that I saw, and that's when reality really hit. The iconic luxury suites, now unrecognisable. It is just a pile of ash. There is uh, one uh, kangaroo that was made out of found objects on the island that still stands. It's almost apocalyptic. I mean, those, those images are quite haunting. As the bushfire raged towards the remote resort on Friday, guests and most staff were evacuated, but six stayed behind, sheltering in a fire bunker. The ferocity of these fires, the heat, the speed at which they travelled, was just unprecedented and just unbelievable. The thought of rebuilding might seem unfathomable to some, but for Mrs Bailey, walking away isn't an option. A resilience shared by architect Max Pritchard, who was behind the famous design. There didn't seem to be any doubt that uh, it was an iconic destination. They're quite determined we're going to do it again. He's already toured the ruins and says plans to rebuild are already underway. Think the same, but with a twist. There'll be tweaking and obviously we've got to review bushfire protection. Back to its former glory in two years. That's the dream. Until then, there's this message. We all need you right now. We need you to, in the, in the coming weeks, to come over to the island. Gertie Sperling, 7 News. Friends, family and politicians have paid their respects to a volunteer firefighter killed during a bushfire emergency in New South Wales last month. Sydney father Andrew O'Dreyer was described as a selfless man and a hero as he was laid to rest. A sea of yellow forming a guard of honour for a fallen friend, saluting his coffin draped in a rural fire service flag. The Prime Minister and Premier helped farewell Andrew O'Dwyer, a 36-year-old Woolworths manager, West Tigers fan and 17-year RFS veteran. He was killed alongside friend Jeff Keaton when their truck crashed at the Buxton fires southwest of Sydney last month. He left behind wife Melissa and their 19-month-old daughter. For baby Charlotte, you need to know that your dad was a selfless man. He was a special man. And he only left us because he was a kid. Charlotte agreed, proudly wearing his bravery medal and his RFS helmet. Throughout the service, she stayed close to her dad as others fought back tears. He's my rock, my heart, my best mate. I love him and I'll miss him. Outside, there was a different show of respect, organised by his colleagues. Everyone saying goodbye to Andrew in their own way. Rachel Sullivan, 7 News. 
Cyclone Blake is set to make landfall over WA this morning. Although the system is weakening, it's still brought damaging winds and hundreds of millimetres of rain to Broome. Most flights in and out of the area have been cancelled. Heavy rain is expected to fall over parts of the Kimberley and Pilbara over the coming days, with authorities warning of flooding. Another potential cyclone is forming off Queensland. Australia's peak medical body has warned public hospitals are stretched to the limit. The Australian Medical Association says a lack of investment in primary care and an ageing population are putting extra strain on the public health system. Emergency departments are also under pressure with more patients than ever and almost a third waiting longer than the targeted time for treatment. New Year job seekers could have to be patient with job advertisements now at a four-year low. Data has been released highlighting a raft of economic indicators all pointing to a sluggish start to 2020. A happy new year for your wallet. I think 2020 will be a good year. Good fortune and prosperity for all. I see the economy having a, a bright future. So I'm pretty happy and satisfied with what's happening. But not everyone's feeling so upbeat. Consumer confidence is at its weakest in more than four years. Our view of current economic conditions hasn't been this depressed since the GFC. And on future conditions, you'd need to go back a quarter of a century to find sentiment so gloomy. Usually we see quite a strong gain uh, over the new year, so not a great start to 2020. Also out the number of job ads, tumbling to their lowest level in four years. We think that the bushfires have had an impact on both these results. The downbeat data follows disappointing news on the factory front with the first monthly back-to-back -back falls in Australian manufacturing for four years. We go into 2020 with some concerns about uh, the pace of growth, uh, business confidence and consumer confidence. The government says its program of tax cuts, infrastructure spend, drought relief and now an extra $2 billion in bushfire support is enough to stimulate the economy. But some say more is needed to help restore confidence and demand. So that could be through more tax cuts, it could be through measures to help businesses invest. Gemma Acton, 7 News. Gold Coast locals are baffled by a mass of strange cornflake-like seaweed that has washed up on its beaches for the third time in a month. Large amounts of seaweed have been blown in by strong northwesterly winds. Scientists say while the occurrence isn't unusual, the amount of seaweed is rare. Meantime, drum lines have been installed off Palm Beach after several sightings of a large great white shark. Drivers are being urged to fill up now with petrol prices predicted to skyrocket, tightening supply combined with a weak Australian dollar as well as conflict in Iran could see the cost of unleaded fuel increase as early as next week. However, companies are playing down the impact of instability in the Middle East. The average price of fuel in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne is around the $1.40 mark, Adelaide much higher at $1.71, Perth is $1.53. Prince Harry and Meghan have stopped in at Canada House in London for their first royal engagement of the year. The pair wanted to thank the High Commissioner for the country's hospitality following their six-week holiday. They enjoyed tea and a Canadian dessert before visiting the Canada Gallery. While working on the TV series Suits, Meghan described Canada as a second home. The Sussexes opted to spend Baby Archie's first Christmas there, joined by Meghan's mother.
At least 50 people have been killed in a stampede at the funeral of Iran's military leader. The crush happened as hundreds of thousands of mourners attended the farewell in the leader's hometown. Scores more were injured during the procession. It was the third service held for the commander who was killed by a US airstrike in Baghdad. The US government claims they've not yet made a decision about whether to remove troops from Iraq despite being formally evicted by the nation's parliament. Germany has moved a large number of their troops from Iraq to neighbouring Jordan due to security concerns. Mysterious disease is sweeping through Hong Kong, causing extreme breathing difficulties and a fever. Authorities believe it may have originated in central China, with a number of the sick having visited the city of Wuhan before falling ill. Investigations have ruled out SARS, influenza and bird flu, and health experts say they haven't seen this type of illness before. Dozens of people have been struck down, with some in a critical condition. While many are stable, the disease is showing no signs of dissipating. Fire has ripped through a greenhouse farm in Russia, killing eight people. The blaze began in a metal construction shed and quickly began to spread. Authorities say all of the victims were illegal migrants from Vietnam. At least one other person remains in hospital with burns. Furniture giant IKEA has been ordered to pay $66.5 million to the family of a US toddler crushed to death by a dresser. The little boy died when the unit fell on him in 2017, a year after the retailer issued a major recall on the mom dresser. His parents sued the company, claiming they should have notified of the recall. The settlement is believed to be the largest for the wrongful death of a child. Well, beachgoers using umbrellas for protection from the sun have been put on notice. Experts warn alarming amounts of UV can still cause major damage despite the shade cover. Sun, sand and surf, the perfect recipe for a great Aussie summer. Most beachgoers know the classic advice to slip, slop, slap. Hat, sunglasses, sunscreen. Sunscreen, wear a big hat coming down. But not many people realise an umbrella or beach tent won't fully protect you from sunburn. Uh, not until now. Some beach shelters are better than others. Heavy, dark or opaque fabric block more rays than thin, cheaper products. Some come with a 50-plus rating. But even if you're covered in shade, you're still prone to dangerous scattered UV bouncing in from the sides. I was surprised, yeah. Dry beach sand can reflect up to 18% UV and surf and foam up to 30%. The distance from the sand surface or the ground surface to the umbrella actually lets a lot of reflected light in and it's that reflected light that actually causes the sunburn. Today's UV rate is expected to hit 13. That's extreme. Experts say some protection is needed when the levels reach 3 or higher. Most days the UV is highest between 7.30am and 4pm. The best advice... Yep, let's pack the umbrella, let's pack the, the, the sun tent, but let's also think about packing sunscreen, packing a rashie. Amelia Adam, 7 News. Fresh off a perfect home summer, the Australian test team is now turning its eyes to the world's best. The Aussies don't play another test for six months, but that hasn't stopped them from looking towards next summer when the number one ranked Indians tour down under. It's a pretty mouth-watering series, I think, for players and, and for fans, so... Um, it's hard not to be looking at that. The Australians next jet off to India for a three-match one-day series starting next week. And in Cape Town overnight, a young England side has pulled off a surprise 189 win against South Africa. 
The Melbourne Renegades finals hopes are hanging by a thread after suffering a seventh straight defeat against the Perth Scorchers. Australian 2020 captain Aaron Finch fell for a golden duck in the first over, but Mitch Marsh had plenty to smile about after taking the wicket of older brother Sean. He gets some treatment from his brother and caught. Well, little bro's got the big bro again and caught on the boundary. The reigning champions recovered to post a competitive five for 175, but the Scorchers made light work of the Renegades' total cruising to a six-wicket win. The Renegades remain winless so far this season. Tonight, it's the Melbourne Stars taking on the Sydney Thunder, and you can watch every ball live and free across the screens of seven. Check your local guide. Australia has continued its perfect record at the ATP Cup after beating Greece. Nick Kyrgios secured the Australian win after a three-set victory against world number six, Stefanos Tsitsipas. It was just fun. Uh, that's all, I'm, all I'm trying to do is go out there and, and put on a bit of a show, uh, win or lose. But the match was marred by a bizarre meltdown which saw the Greek accidentally hit his coach and dad before being yelled at by his mum. Earlier, John Millman showed sporting spirit in his comeback wins against Mikhail Pervilarikas. The Aussies take on Great Britain in the quarterfinals. Great pictures out of the Gold Coast ahead of Saturday's Magic Millions Guineas. Celebrities on horseback thunder down the surface paradise sand to kick off the Magic Millions carnival. And a rugby league red legend brought up the rear. Frankie and I were at the back. We had a, we had a little much race at the end. We had a mouthful of sand each, so it was good fun. AIM has tightened as favourite for the race after drawing barrier two. And you can watch all the action from Saturday's Magic Millions on 7. Check your local guides for times. Well, 7 News understands Latrell Mitchell will make his return to the Sydney Roosters training on Monday as Souths thrash out the finer details of Mitchell's contract. Their 2020 hopes have suffered a setback. New Titans coach Justin Holbrook says he has no intention of releasing Jai Arrow to the Rabbitohs this season. He had a big decision to make on his future. He's made that now, but but he's committed here to, to play in 2020, and and that's that's how we'll we'll be seeing it out. The Origin star has signed a four-year deal with Souths from next year. Very excited, Elon Musk has launched the first Teslas built in China, a landmark moment for the company with production of the model plagued by setbacks. The co-founder and CEO addressed hundreds at the new factory in Shanghai after the release of the Model 3 sedans. He took the crowd by surprise, though, busting into dance. Musk retweeted the video, labelling it not safe for work. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, Tropical Cyclone Blake is bringing gusty winds and heavy rain as it slams into the Kimberley coast. Thunderstorm activity has developed along an inland trough stretching from western parts of Queensland down into central New South Wales. Around the capitals in Brisbane, hot but partly cloudy, reaching 31. Smoke haze followed by winds for Sydney. Smoky as well in Canberra, becoming sunny in Melbourne. Hobart will be partly cloudy, hot in Adelaide, 36. Sunny in Perth and possible showers and a storm for Darwin. That is 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 8th of January 2020. I'm Angie Asimus.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.